What's up, Jay High? This is Davon Stack, your junior high director, and welcome to the 2020 Discipleship Year. Guys, I'm so excited that we are able to meet in person in our small groups. It is going to be, I think it's going to be an awesome year. I actually, this is probably going to be better than the years before just because of the different changes of the things that we have to do. Like, not only do we not only meet at the church, but we can meet at the church. We can meet in different homes and all of that. I think this is going to be an awesome, awesome year. Well, we're kicking off our year with the story of creation and about how everything got started. And so what you're going to do tonight is this, is you're going to be together in your groups like you already are. You're going to listen to a primer message that goes along with our curriculum, and then you're going to discuss that. And then, of course, as I know you guys, you're going to spend some more time just hanging out and having some fun. So let's jump in. Jesus, thank you so much for tonight. Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do, for uh, the words that you have. I pray you would speak um, through me to your to your people, to my friends here. And uh, I pray you just give us just an, an awesome time and just teach us more about yourself and about who we are because of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, again, we're talking about creation. And I had an incredible experience this past summer uh, with my, my wife, my two older boys, Jason and Miles. We went to Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks with some friends. And uh, we were there for just about a week. And, uh, but it was awesome. I mean, it was just, it was the most beautiful place I'd ever been to. I actually wrote some things down. Um, seeing the geysers and hot springs and powerful rivers made me think of the power of God. The mountains and valleys and gorges and streams and lakes caused me to reflect on the majesty of God. The vastness of the parks reminded me of how big God is and how small I am. The bison, the badgers, the bears, and the elk, and the trout, and all these other animals that we saw, it made me think of God's creativity. Guys, you see, God created all of this for his glory and to reflect who he is. He created all of this to point mankind back to him. So I'm going to jump in right now into Genesis 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God um, was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Guys, that is the beginning of it all. So this story is actually told by Moses, and we believe Moses told the story to remind the people of Israel of the God that they served of who God is, the God who created all the world and everything around them, and of course, them as well. Now, why would he have to teach them this? Well, they were slaves in Egypt for over 200 years. And so every their whole lives for that time was influenced by the Egyptians and their gods, their multiple gods. And so Moses said, no, 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 no. Listen, there is one true God. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you all the things that he has done and is continuing to do. So, guys, listen, when we look outside, it's not hard to see God's handiwork. I mean, we can step out on our front porch or our back deck. We can look outside of a window of our home or a car. We can look at the person to the right and to the left of us, and we can see that God has done something awesome. We can see God's handiwork. I remember as we were in uh, the national parks that uh, the, we were with, I don't know how many, there were four of us. There were eight other people on this trip with us. 
And I remember we were laughing so much and we were singing songs and making jokes. It was awesome. But I also remember us being completely silent and just looking outside at God's creation and just sitting or as we were hiking, standing in awe of our incredible God. And that is the God that we serve. Hopefully you serve as well. Hopefully if you don't know him, you'll come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But that is the God that Moses was reminding the people of. You see in days one through three, what happened? In days one through three, we see this. There's a God that's creative. And uh, let me say, there's three points I want you guys to remember. That God is creative. God's creation is good because God is good. And I want you to know the implications of humans being created by a good God. That's what that story tells. That's what the creation story tells to us. And it told to the Israelites thousands of years ago. God is creative. God's creation is good because God is good. And knowing the implications of humans being created by a good God. Well, let's start with point one. God is creative. All right, so think about that. I said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless. It was empty. God created all of this out of nothing. God is a creative God. And you see, in the first three days, God separated the light from the darkness, the skies from the water, and he separated the seas by creating earth, landmass, um, to separate the, this gigantic, I guess, globe of water. And so we see him doing that in the first few days. He's speaking all of this into existence. And then we see in days four through six, he creates things to govern days one through three. So day four, he created the sun and the moon. Day five, the sea creatures and the birds. And in day six, he created the animals. And then we see in Psalm 148, verse five, let me read that to you. Psalm 148, verse 5, it says, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him from the skies. Praise him, all his angels. Praise all the armies of heaven. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all the twinkling stars. Sorry, this is 1 through 5. Uh, praise him, skies above. Praise him, vapors high above the clouds. And in verse 5, it says, Let every created thing give praise to the Lord, for he issued his command, and they came into being. God spoke all of it into existence. Point number two, God's creation is good because God is good. Well, what's good about creation? What makes it good? Well, again, God is good. Creation came from God's heart. It came from his character. It came from who he is, and it reflected the goodness of God. Here's something. God, cre God created some amazing things and saw that it was good. And you see throughout creation, throughout the creation story, God would stop and say, it is good. That, that, that phrase, it is good, is like a celebration and joy. It shows God is saying, yes, look at what I have done. That is awesome. God was pleased with the world he had formed and the things in it. But listen to this. Before humans were made, God said, it is good. And that is awesome. It is good. And he was right in that, of course. But we see that once humans were made, God says, it is very good. Now, what does that mean? What's the significance of that? It shows that God has a special connection with this part of creation. It shows that God did something different with humans than he did with the rest of creation, which leads to my final point. And it says, that the final point is, what are the implications of humans being created by a good God? 
on Genesis 2, uh, 1, two, sorry, 2, 7, and in 2, 21 through 22, we see that God um, did not just speak humans into existence, but he did something different. From the beginning, God interacted with mankind in a different way, in a different way than he did with the rest of his creation. God breathed life into us. He formed us with his hands, and God created us in his image and his likeness. Nothing else in creation has that privilege. Nothing. Created by God, formed by God, breathed life into us. That is so cool. We were handcrafted by a God who creates good things. You were created by God to reflect the goodness of God. And then you see in the, um, the Shorter Catechism, it says the chief, of man, the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. God doesn't make mistakes, y'all. He doesn't. He doesn't make mistakes, and he didn't make a mistake when he created us in our mother's womb. You were created with a purpose. Sin has broken that perfection of all that God has created. Therefore, we don't come into the world perfectly, but when we believe the work that Jesus has done, surrender our lives to a good God, and then daily die to self, we're able to fulfill our created purpose by the power of the Holy Spirit. God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit should be involved in our lives today, just like he was in the very beginning, when it said the spirit hovered over the waters, when it said God spoke his word, he spoke things into existence. The God of all creation was there. God, the father was there forming and making these things. The father, son, and the Holy Spirit were all there in that moment. And he should be in your life as well, doing the same thing, speaking things into your life, speaking things into existence and through his spirit hovering over the chaos of our lives. We have a lot going on in our world today, but resting in the power of the Holy Spirit that if you know him, resides in you should give you peace in the midst of chaos. But hey, that's a whole nother message. But I want you to know you were created as you are for a purpose because you were created by a good God. Now listen, guys, now that I have primed the pump for all of this, I want you to go into your group time thinking three things, how creative God is, how the goodness of God is reflected in his creation all around and in you as well as part of that creation. And again, how you being created by a good God should impact, knowing that should impact every aspect of your thoughts and actions. All right, guys, take, your, take time in your group. Have an awesome night. One more question I want you to think about, discuss if you get this far in your group time, and that's this. In John 1, we read that Jesus existed in the beginning as the Word of God, which means he was actively involved in Genesis 1 and 2. What does that say about Jesus, the Son of God, and his pursuit of a relationship with us? Okay, now, for real, not playing. Go jump into your groups. Have an awesome night. I'm so glad that you guys are together. I know I'm about to jump into my group, which is happening right here in just a little bit. Hey, love you guys. Have a great night.